Business English Power, Episode 21. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Business English Power, the show for ambitious English students who want to level up their business English skills, become global communicators, and international business leaders. My name is Al, also known as Al Sensei Online and in Japan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to look at another article because it is current events day. It is Sunday. And so we're going to look at a really, really good article, something that we can all learn from. And again, we look at our current events for many, many reasons. Of course, we need to stay up to date on what's going on in the business world and the world in general. But also, we want to be learning new vocabulary and new phrases, new terms in a real context so that you're able to understand it, but also perhaps use some of this knowledge and use some of these new expressions on your own as you start to discuss these issues with your business partners, your business colleagues, and your business managers, whoever you are dealing with in the business world on a day-to-day basis. So we have an article today. It's going to talk about the general market trends and how business is doing, kind of an overall view of the current situation, again, mostly around the U.S., but again, as things happen in the U.S., they tend to spread out globally. And this article is going to be from Yahoo Finance, and I'll put a link to the article, as always, in the show notes, so please follow along if you can. Uh, If you don't have access to it right now, please go back later read along with the article, listen again, and you'll be sure to get a little bit more out of it that time. All right, so before we get started, please share this episode with a friend, a classmate, a colleague, someone who would really benefit from this episode of Business English Power, and that would be greatly appreciated. Make sure you are also subscribed Hit subscribe if you're listening in Apple Podcasts. Hit follow if you're listening in Spotify or any other podcast platform, and that would be appreciated as well. And also, you want to make sure you are not missing a single episode from here on out because they're coming out fast and furious. All right, so today's article, again, is from Yahoo Finance from the 16th of February, which is today, the date I'm recording this. And the title of this article is called Consumer Sentiment Rises Again in February to Cap Complicated Week for U.S. Economy. Okay, so as always, we want to try to figure out a little bit from the title what is going on in this article. Well, of course, consumer sentiment. Okay, so what does that mean? So consumer, of course, we know means like a buyer, someone who is shopping and consuming things. Sentiment, okay, if you don't know what that means, maybe you can look that up. But for a general you know, definition right now, we'll just use the word feeling, okay? So consumer feeling rises again in February, okay? So rises, of course, means going up. Again means it did go up previously to February, so it's going up again. To cap complicated week, okay? So to cap, maybe you guys have heard of the term recap. What does that mean? Okay, so some of you probably know that recap usually means to summarize or to go over again. So cap just means to simply mean like a summary or overall. Okay, so complicated week for U.S. economies. Complicated means some things maybe 
went good. Some things maybe went bad. So we need to figure that out. So that's kind of what the article is about. And this article was written by Miles Udland, head of news at Yahoo Finance. So let's get into the article. And usually, as we do it here, business English power style, we'll go through it paragraph by paragraph, maybe pause after each paragraph or so, or after every couple of paragraphs to break down what we just went over, any new uh, words, any new phrases, and just to kind of summarize what I uh, have read in the article to you just to make sure we are understanding everything. All right, so here we go with the first paragraph. U.S. consumers raised their optimism about the U.S. economy for the third straight month in February to cap a week that offered investors a complicated picture. Okay, so that's basically what we read in the title. Um, raise their optimism. Okay, so this time they use the word optimism instead of sentiment. Now, optimism, of course, as you know, means a very positive feeling and positive outlook. And now we have a little bit more information as, remember, in the title we read again, and now they're saying here for the third straight month. Okay, so maybe prior to that, uh, it was not going so well. Maybe the opposite of optimism is, it is called pessimism. So maybe there was some consumer pessimism before the last three months. So this is good news, at least from a consumer optimism standpoint. Uh, February cap a week that offered investors a complicated picture. So we'll find out more about that. Let's continue. The initial read on consumer sentiment in February from the University of Michigan out Friday showed the index inched higher from January, suggesting, quote, that consumers continue to feel more assured about the economy, confirming the considerable improvements in December and January across various aspects of the economy, end quote, said Joanne Sue, director of the Survey of Consumers. Okay, let's pause there, a lot there. So uh, this is a study done by the University of Michigan uh, by Joanne Sue. The, she's the director of this survey. And so, again, they just uh, take a look at some of the consumers who they survey and see what their feeling is about the economy. Now, it has been showing good signs since December. And she says uh, considerable improvements. Now, the other phrase they use is inched higher from January. So, inched higher. What does that mean? Okay, so that means it went up, but... Inch, does that mean a lot or a little bit? Well, in English, typically we're going to use inch to mean a little bit. So it went up just a little bit since January. So, which is good. It's better than dropping, right? So that means, uh, according to her, consumers are continuing to feel more assured about the economy, uh, confirming the considerable improvements in December. Okay, so we're then going to get into the details in just a moment of that, and we're going to find out why this is complicated. So let's move on. The index registered a reading of 79.6, up from the 79.0 seen in January's final look at sentiment, but slightly below the 80 that was expected by economists. Overall, sentiment is about 30% higher than it was in November. All right, let's 
pause there. Okay, so as we can see, according to their index and how they you know, come out with these numbers, I'm not sure, but you know, we'll trust that they have a sophisticated system in place. Well, in January, it was 79.0, and it went up to 79.6, so it increased a little bit, as we said, inched ahead. And it was slightly below 80, which was what the economists were expecting. Okay, so this this may be where the complications come into play, where they you know they thought it was going to be higher, but it just didn't get as high as they had hoped. But again, overall, it's 30% higher than it was in November, so that's pretty considerable. All right, let's continue. This report's release came just 90 minutes after the January read on producer prices served as the week's second sign inflation pressures are reappearing in the U.S. economy. Let's move on. Earlier this week, January's Consumer Price Index, and that's called the CPI, report showed consumer prices rose more than expected last month while retail sales registered their largest monthly drop in almost a year to start 2024. Okay, now we will pause. Okay, so this this report came out just 90 minutes after the uh, read on consumer prices served as the week's second highest, uh, second sign inflation pressures are reappearing in the U.S. economy. Okay, so uh, producer prices... Uh, it's called, as we'll find out a little bit later, they call it the PPI. Okay, so that means, you know, when producers are selling their products to the next level down, not directly to the consumer, but whoever, you know, the wholesalers, things like that. Okay, so that uh, showed that there are still inflation pressures in the U.S. economy. They said reappearing, so maybe they were going away, but now starting to reappear a little bit. Now, the consumer price index, okay, so that's what, you know, the end user us, you know, we are the consumers for most products. That's the price of many different goods that they measure. Uh, It rose more than expected last month while retail sales registered their largest monthly drop. Okay, so remember, drop is the opposite of growth, right? So it's a decrease in almost a year to start 2024 okay so that's pretty maybe this is also part of the complexity or the complication all right so let's continue here so far a more complicated outlook for the federal reserve which could see plans for an interest rate cut in the first half of this year delayed by inflation pressures has left investors and consumers undeterred okay so we need to stop here now the federal reserve of course is the branch well it's not technically a branch of the u.s government uh, but it is uh, overseen by the government in a way the chair the chairperson the chairman of the fed the federal reserve we just call it the fed for short Currently is Jerome Powell. Maybe you've heard of that name before. Um, well, he decides when they cut interest rates. So that's uh, you know it's all on you know his decision, his call, 
And so we're seeing that you know, there are plans for a an interest rate decrease, a cut. Okay, so uh, now, and if you read another article, um, he was interviewed on a TV show here in the U.S. called 60 Minutes, which is a very famous news show here in the U.S. And you can see clips of it on YouTube, and I'm sure they have different versions of it around the world. But in an interview there, he said, yeah, they, the Fed was not going to make any cuts in the near future. Okay? But, you know, people always want to make predictions and uh, guess what's going to happen. So, you know, they are thinking that an interest rate cut is coming. Um, and so, you know, that usually, that kind of uncertainty usually causes investors to hold their money and not invest. But the reason why they're saying it's complicated here is, well, even despite that uncertainty by the Federal Reserve, investors and consumers are undeterred. What does that mean? Undeterred. So undeterred means that they're not being thrown off their path. You know, they're not being persuaded to do anything else that's different than what they've already decided to do. So they are not going to be deterred, okay? swayed off the path that they're on. Okay, so they're going to continue with their sentiment, continue with their positive outlook. Let's continue. The stock market closed at a record high on Thursday. And as data from Bank of America showed earlier this week, investors haven't been this optimistic about the economic outlook in two years. All right, so that's, that's oh, sorry, we're pausing there. That's good news. So, uh, yeah, Bank of America had a separate report as well. And yeah, again, everything in according to them is also showing an optimism in the consumer sentiment. All right, stock market closed at a record high on Thursday. All right, so um, if you have investments in stock, yeah, again, across the board, uh, looks like those things are doing pretty well. But again, it all depends on when you look at it, right? Okay, let's go to back to Joanne Sue. Let's see what she has to say. In Friday's report, Sue noted, quote, Consumers continued to express confidence that the slowdown in inflation and strength in labor markets would continue. Sue added, Five-year expectations for business conditions rose 5% to its highest reading since December 2020. All right. So let's pause there. Consumers continue to express confidence that the slowdown in inflation and strength in labor markets would continue. Okay, so this is, uh, again, as we've seen, again, think about where you are in the world. Have you seen inflation over the last few years? Most of us have, you know, uh, inflation, again, is uh, if we want to look at the uh, economic definition, it just means that there's too many dollars chasing fewer products, right? Which means that the prices will go up uh, to match that um, money level that is out there. And so it, what it looks like to us simply is that the prices are going up. Now, as we've seen, hopefully within the last, you know, we'll call it several months to a year, the rise in prices is slowing down, thankfully. 
at least we're hopefully going, you know, getting a little bit steadier or the increase is slowing down. And so that is getting consumers a bit more excited. And also uh, the labor markets uh, are becoming stronger. So that means, you know, the workforce, uh, jobs, that uh, area is becoming stronger. Uh, the five-year expectations for business conditions rose 5%, uh, so which is a good reading. Now, just below that uh, paragraph, there is a uh, chart here which shows consumer sentiment uh, rises again, still at highest level since July 2021. So it shows kind of a graph uh, that shows consumer sentiment according to uh, this survey. Yeah, and it has gone up and down over the years. Um, it's kind of a red squiggly line if you're, if you're looking at it. But yeah, it really dropped in 2020, probably due to COVID. And then um, you can see it goes up just a little bit. And the highest it got was 2021 uh, in July, but then it just dropped through 2022, 2023. And now we're back um, going up again. So this is the highest it's been since July of 2021. All right. So we're almost there. Let's uh, continue on. Between enthusiasm over AI, an improved backdrop for corporate profits boosting the stock market, and consumer expectations for the next several years on the rise, it becomes challenging for investors to get too worked up about producer prices rising more than expected on or retail sales logging a one-month plunge. Okay, so... Let's pause here because that's a big paragraph. Um, a lot of people are, are enthusiastic about AI, artificial intelligence. Um, and so we've seen if you've been out there uh, just paying attention to the news or getting out there and uh, taking advantage of some of the current AI things out there. Yeah, it is a, a pretty exciting time because this innovation is really, really taking the world by storm. There's a good idiom for you. Okay, So it means it's really become really exciting for many many people quickly we'll do some separate articles on ai later i'm not going to get too into it um, on this episode um but let's continue uh to you know uh, corporate profits are boosting the stock market um so that looks good consumer expectations for the next several years on the rise so that phrase there on the rise again um, meaning going up increasing um, it challenges, uh, it's challenging for investors to get too worked up. Okay. Too worked up, meaning getting excited, right? Too worked up. Um, and then retail sales logging a one month plunge as we saw. So, uh, one month plunge again, plunge means a decrease, a drop. Okay. So remember, as we go over these articles, we often are going to run across terms that mean you know, simply increasing or decreasing, a rise, a drop, going up, going down, you know, um, a surge, a plunge. Okay, so all these words are very good to know when we talk about numbers, uh, sales, statistics, surveys, as we talk about trends going up and going down. So just make a note of these. All right. Um, Let's continue. Treasury yields rose Friday morning following the PPI report. And growing ambiguity over the Fed's next move will likely keep volatility a fixture within the bond market. 
Okay, so this is getting a little bit more in depth. I'm not going to go too much into this, but treasury yields, that means the bonds. Bond is simply debt that people are buying from, in this case, the government. Um, and again, it says that the Fed's next move is not certain yet, so there is uh, ambiguity, okay, uncertainty, and will likely keep volatility a fixture within the bond market. So volatility means uncertainty, uh, going up and down very quickly. Um, not sure is what volatility means. Okay? Let's continue. But a complicated week for the economic outlook doesn't change the broad strokes of the pictures for now. Here's a quote. The data flow at the turn of the year has been choppy and confusing, wrote Bank of America economist Michael Gapin in a note on Friday. Our perhaps unsatisfying take is that investors should remain in wait-and-see mode, the firm added. Okay, let's pause there. So he's a spokesperson or economist from the Bank of America. Um, so he's saying, yes, it's been very confusing. Lots of different signals are coming in from the market. And so our perhaps unsatisfying take, okay, now this is a good example of the word take in this uh, context is used as a noun, not a verb. And this uh, version of take means an opinion. So our opinion is that consumers should remain in wait and see. So hold on to your money for now. Don't invest heavily yet. Just keep you know, watching how things go. Now we're in the last paragraph of the article, and it's another quote by uh, this economist. The surprises in jobs, inflation, retail sales, and industrial production were all probably a combination of signal and noise. We need to see a few more weeks' worth of data before drawing strong conclusions on the trajectory of the economy. And that is the end. Now, his again, this just uh, is support to what he said in the previous section. Um, all these things are a combination of signal and noise. Okay, so signal maybe means you know true signals from the economy, but noise means maybe distractions or uh, things that are not exactly that serious. Okay, so we need to figure out what is serious and what is not. We need to you know he says look at some more data at least a few more weeks' worth of data before making strong conclusions about the trajectory of the economy. Trajectory is when you look at it over a long period of time or a longer period of time. Is it generally going up or generally going down? That is called the trajectory. All right. So pretty good article there. That is it. Um, so interesting. Again, lots of great terms, a lot of good things to pick up from this article. Please review and look up terms that you need if you haven't already because this one, uh, this article has a lot of good terms that you should know, you know, like CPI, Consumer Price Index, uh, the Federal Reserve, the Fed, um, a lot of good terms that we saw there, plunge, um, on the rise. Okay, these are really good terms to know and to be able to use. Economic outlook. Okay, so really, really good um, article here. Uh, again, link to it in the show notes. Go back and look at it if you haven't already. And we're going to uh, wrap up there with today's article. I hope you found it interesting. Um, let me know what you thought. Okay, As always, please email me al at 
businessenglishpower.com, and I would love to hear from you there. And let me know what you thought, okay? So this is uh, current events again. We're going to do this weekly on Sundays, three times a month, and uh, keep up with the current trends, the current uh things going on in the economy and the business world and just in the world in general that might be of interest. It's a really, really good way to keep up with the times, but also the vocabulary and language that we need to be able to use because things are changing and we need to know we need to keep up with the times. All right. So that is all for today. Thanks again for listening to Business English Power. Again, my name is Al. Take care and I'll see you again on the next episode Remember to always level up your learning and level up your